National and ACT could form a government, but only just. The One News Varian poll released just a few minutes ago shows National at 35%, uh, support down 2%, Labour on 33%, down 2 ACT is up 1% to 12%, the Green Party is up 3 to 10% support, and New Zealand's First and Te Pāti Māori are both on 3%. In terms of support for leaders, Chris Hipkins remains the preferred Prime Minister at 24%, down one. And Christopher Larkson sits at 20%, up two. It means National and ACT could form a coalition with 61 seats, the bare minimum required. A Labour-Greens Te Pāti Māori coalition would get 49 seats on these numbers. Our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch, joins us now. Kia ora, Craig. Good morning. Oh, good evening. Good evening. What does this tell us about the trend? (laughs) Well, another bad poll for Labour. This is the third this week to show the party unable to cobble together the numbers required to govern Labour down two points, continuing that slide. This is another poll in the series where it has gone only in one direction, and that is down. But here is the caveat to that. National has also slipped in this poll as well, down two points. It has not been able to capitalise on Labour's woes. Instead, that support seems to have shifted to the minor parties. And the gap between the left and the right has actually tightened. National and ACT together here with 61 seats, thereby a whisker. So while the poll is bad for Labour, and yes, the trend is even worse, there is a small glimmer for them. It is still a razor-tight race to the finish line. What events did this poll take in? The poll stretches from July 8th to the 12th, so it captures the ongoing saga of distractions from uh, the from the coming out of the Cabinet, those ministerial mishaps. That's Michael Wood's resignation, for example, the questions around Kitty Allen's conduct, and Jan Tanetti too being chastised for misleading Parliament. Chris Hipkins has been out of Parliament a lot lately. This poll came after his trip to China and right smack bang in the middle of his trip to Europe, so it does cover a turbulent time for the Labour Party. I should, rem- I should point out that it does not capture uh, his recent ruling out of a wealth tax or CGT. National, meanwhile, have been pumping out a bunch of policy. Number 27 today was debuted, so the election campaign certainly getting underway. Act and the Greens have been given a bump, 12 and 10% respectively. What do you make of that? Yes, a decent bump for the Greens there. Uh, 12 MPs they would get on this. They held their conference um, during this election period. They debuted their slogan, The Time Is Now, and they released their election manifesto as well. They have been rewarded for the efforts, seemingly benefiting from those disenchanted Labour voters who aren't happy with how Labour has been going. They've jumped ship. And the same is true, actually, for Te Pāti Māori. When we're talking about those minor parties on the left, um, they're on uh, 3% here, bringing in four MPs, and they jumped as well. They have also seemed to pick up based on Labour's slump. That is the reason why it is still no sure thing, because although Labour has gone down, the Greens and Te Pāti Māori are lifting that left vote. When you talk about ACT, another story this year has been ACT's command of support consistently above 10%. Uh, This result would give them 15 MPs. That would give them a a claim on as much as a a third of the seats around the cabinet table. Um, So watch closely there to see um, what they want out of that. Um, The party unveiled its line-up yesterday uh, with a a fairly significant shake-up there. Not a surprising one, but some new blood, some new energy, some new focus. They are expecting a strong result this year, and they have ranked their list accordingly. 
preferred PM numbers, neither setting the world on fire. No, neither Chris will be thrilled with this result. Chris Hipkins down at 24%. I can see here a very low result for a sitting Prime Minister. And Christopher Luxon up too, but still behind Chris Hipkins sitting there at 20%. So at least he is moving in the right direction. But it does tell a tale of a voting public not entirely enchanted with either leader. More than half of all voters would rather someone else over either of them. And that is a tough pill to swallow. Worth pointing out too that in all of these results, 12% of voters are still undecided, still haven't made up their mind in terms of which way they want to go, um, which party they want to support. So that suggests too a, a certain level of, um, of, of, of apathy perhaps among the voting public. They've yet to decide. Um, they, they, they don't know which party they want to put behind, um, put in charge yet. Um, and we've only got, what, three months until voting day. The Prime Minister's just announced this youth crime policy, and I was speaking with Police Minister Ginny Anderson about it, but he's already had to issue a correction on it. What's going on? Yes, a baffling development to Labour's youth crime policy. Um, as you say, they were just talking about it moments ago. I was in the media conference with Chris Hipkins as he was speaking about it at length. This, uh, this creation of a new offence was one aspect of it, a new offence for those who commission young people to commit a crime. So we're talking about ram raids and the like. He spoke about that at... Um, uh, to, to, for quite a while, in fact, he called it an extra tool in the in the police's toolkit, and he talked about um, it having a 10-year maximum sentence. Now, in the last half hour, we've been told that actually that won't be the case. We've been sent a correction. It actually will not be a new offence. It will simply be made an aggravating factor during sentencing. Now, that is more than just a minor correction. That is a fairly significant back down, a pretty major and substantial difference to what was announced. It is unclear exactly what has happened here, how this mistake was made. Uh, Labour and Chris Hipkins, they were trying to regain control of the narrative. They were trying to regain control of the agenda today, and they have stumbled at the first hurdle. Thank you very much. That's our deputy political editor, editor, our deputy political editor, Craig McCulloch there.